I'm happy with Facebook. I'm gonna turn the music down. I'm happy with Facebook, but uh, I know a lot of people, it stresses a lot of people out. So, should have written them down in front of me, but I have them on my whiteboard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely part of the time lag. Um, they said they bumped up our internet speed here in the neighborhood, you know, because of the coronavirus and everything, but I haven't noticed a big difference. I think they're trying to scam everybody into a higher speed or something, you know, being, acting altruistic, I guess, but we'll see what, uh, what Cox decides to do. But yeah, um, Facebook. Number one thing I've, I've, uh, found out, use groups. I don't, I don't even engage in the normal timeline that much anymore. Um, I find groups, I create groups with my friends, and I, I use groups all the time now. There are far too many random discussions happening for me to try to keep up with on the main timeline. So when I use groups, um, it doesn't have to be a big group either. It can be two, five, fifty people. I just find people talking about something like comic books. If I've seen five or so people talking about comic books, I just invite them into a group, and whenever I want to talk about comic books, I go into that group. Um, got one for video games, um, got one for uh, music I listen to, all kinds of stuff. They may not have a lot of traction when you first get started, but after you create a couple, you'll, you'll find that it works out a lot better. And that's how it works in real life, too. And if you go to... Um, if you go to the new Facebook now, or even the old Facebook, I think, has it. If you go on the top, you'll see they put groups right there dead center. So groups is a very important thing to use for Facebook. Uh, they're pushing it. They understand the need for Facebook to uh, segment their their audience and how they look at things. So uh, using groups is good. Um, it'll definitely keep your stress level down. As I said, I don't go to the main page anymore. I usually have a link on the top of my browser that takes me straight into a group and you know cause jumping into a random something on the news feed is just gonna you're, you're liable to run into anything somebody talking about Joe Biden there's an argument and discussion you get dragged into it you don't want that alright two unfollow people uh, I have a lot of friends on Facebook that like to talk about a lot of stuff but I have a lot of friends that I wouldn't want to hear from daily. I don't unfriend them. I unfollow. So you can always unfollow people to, uh, to clean up your timeline. Make sure everything nice, happy, neat. Um, I was going to interrupt this, but I'll keep going. Three, uh, don't leave Facebook open. Uh, you leave Facebook open, you're probably going to find something to do. That's Facebook's goal. They'll, they will find something for you to do. In fact, I'm almost convinced that Facebook will know that you're online and will show your content to somebody else. And then if that person likes your content, then you'll get a notification. And I'm pretty sure that the more you engage with Facebook while you're there, they'll show your content more while you're online, which means you'll get more engagement, which means you'll stay on longer. So, if you're not trying to get roped into anything, comment, post, like, follow, whatever, and then log off, or close down the browser at least. And then when you come back later, you'll be, you'll get the, you'll get your notifications, but 
I don't think you'll get as many as, um, or as pointed um, a series of notifications as you would if you were on all the time. Maybe, just a theory, I have no idea what, what Zuckerberg is doing, but that's how I guess it happens. And, uh, let's see. Uh, number four, if you're posting links, uh, media, anything, always post links, media with commentary. If you're just posting, in fact, my main timeline, I only post commentary, and then I put the link in the comments. But, you know, if you, if you log on and everyone is just posting different links, different memes, different whatever, it, it brings down the quality of all the posts. It brings down the quality of everything you're you're engaging with on Facebook. So, you know, post links and things with commentary. And let's see. Who else? And finally, uh, I could go on for hours on this one, but have civil conversations. Leave arguments alone. Um, I've had friends discussing flat earth and arguing with people who have graduated with master's degrees in college who still believe, who believe in the flat earth. And, you know, this, these discussions can go on for weeks. And I know because I had a mini week long, was it months? I had a discussion that went on maybe a couple months about Star Wars. I'll leave it at that. It just went on about Star Wars. And it wasn't like a fun, ha-ha, you know, punch you in the shoulder, laugh at it kind of Star Wars conversation. It was a... I'm not sure I like you anymore conversation. It got really serious and heated in a lot of different angles. So after that, I learned to calm down and just take everything much lighter. Um, learn how to deal with those discussions. So having civil discourse in your discussion, it's actually something you have to practice online as opposed to in person. In person, these things can kind of, you know, break up and dissipate and go their own ways. But arguing online is... It's not helping. So, I really don't do that anymore. And, uh, let's see. So, yeah, those are, those are the five things I have to say about Facebook. Um, having them the top five things. So, once again, I'll post a link or something or a more, more in-depth discussion later. In fact, I actually want to make, like, a strategy guide on how to deal with Facebook. Basically, taking all my Facebook health tips and condensing them down into a book form. I think that'll be good. So yeah, use groups, unfollow people, um, don't leave Facebook open randomly, post media with commentary, and have civil discourse. Those five things have helped me immensely. I wrote a list of over 50 things that have helped me, but those are probably the top five. Uh, they may not seem like much, but they really help out. So let's see. We got somebody else in here now. Alright, cool. So let's see. Also, what's uh what's happening now with me? I uh, just saw the. Huh. Actually, uh, should Facebook need a strategy guide? Yes. And the reason I say that is I say that because I'm one of the people who um, will go on will find a calculator and figure out what all the buttons are for because it's so large of a platform I mean you're talking about over 2 billion people and they're trying to figure out how to make 
one single platform that works for two billion people. The algorithms can help to an extent, like, well, hey, maybe this guy doesn't like this type of content, or hey, maybe this guy or this group deal with their privacy settings in a certain way. Maybe you can start breaking that up by community, by country, by language. But you've got a lot to deal with in terms of designing for everybody. With with game design, with website design, with most other types of design, I think you can design with a certain audience in mind. But what do you do if your audience is everybody? You have to make something really generic. And that's problematic uh, in a lot of ways. Because the way I use Facebook is not the way you use Facebook. Thanks for this question, Scott. This is great. Um, so, putting together just, you know, I mean, there are guidelines for driving. There are guidelines for going to the movies. You know, everybody, when you see the, the little line, everybody waits in that line. And if you're not going by the guidelines, you'll see somebody just run to the front and everybody start yelling at them. Then you have arguments. There are guidelines in place for all these other activities. And... It's really difficult to build something like that for an online platform where everybody thinks, well, I should be able to say what I want. I think I should be able to do what I want. And you miss a lot of context, uh, especially with, you know, just text. And you've, you've, you've had to have experienced this in a conversation where you say something like, oh, shut up. And then somebody jumps in and says, can't tell me to shut up or leave him alone or leave her alone or leave me out of this and you could be talking to the wrong person a different person um they could just be saying like sarcastically oh shut up or you know get out of here with that just kind of joking but no one knows that they're just taking it at face value and people assume negativity for whatever reason online they're assuming negativity and, you know, I don't like jumping online. Hey, what's up, Derek? See you join the group. Uh, yeah, we're just talking about Facebook and staying sane on this thing because Facebook's the only way a lot of us are getting outside and seeing and talking with other people. So I decided to jump on. But, yeah, I think uh, you definitely need some type of guidelines um, that people can stop and think about, you know, some type of ways to interact and as intelligent as the guys are over at Facebook, you know, they're starting to push out groups, like I was saying, because they understand that's how people communicate more effectively. But even with that, even with that uh, type of change, you know, people are still going to go in there and be dum-dums. They're, they're treating complete strangers like they would treat, you know, a friend of 20, 20 years. So how do you deal with that? You know, you gotta have some type of a uh, of guide. At least I I think that's uh, that's helpful. Don't know. It's a very very difficult problem, but for someone who spends a lot of time um, trying to maximize social media, jump on, get his get a good engagement, get um, you know my ideas out there quickly, and then jump off without getting roped into you know, the downward spiral of social media angst and anxiety, which I have experienced before, um, you know, I just think a lot of people would benefit from, from a sort of guide, so, so yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, some people would look into, 
Was it a, is it a Facebook guide or a life guide? Aha. Um, I wouldn't be haughty enough. You know, I wouldn't want to assume that I'd be able to put together a life guide. So I like to cover up that bit of a... Uh, um, that bit of pride within myself that I can tell anybody about their lives and just wrap it up in a here's how to exist peacefully on Facebook because I've I've done it plenty of times I've jumped all around um, you know smooth things out I am not about stress anymore which is as I told you is why I grew this out because Barbara dude was stressing me out and it led down to this path um, yeah yeah you know I think people have a I think people would like that. Something I've thought about a lot, so... At the very least, I want to put it out there for the... The people who weren't used to Facebook or aren't used to online communication. And then they find themselves forced to communicate online. And they don't know what the hell is going on or why people are talking a certain way. I still see this happening, so... I'll try that out. Yeah, I, um... Speaking of online, uh... I was really impressed... I guess I'm jumping off Facebook for a second. Really impressed with the Travis Scott concert. I'm not sure either uh, any of you in there saw the Travis Scott Fortnite in-game concert. Um, I think that's a complete game changer. It's crazy what they did with that. The the gravity of that event, I don't think, has been felt yet, and it may not ever. People may not ever look back and say, "Oh, it was this time when that happened." But um, there are a lot of naysayers about the Travis Scott Fortnite event. Uh, gamers are saying, I don't even like Fortnite. Um, technology heads are like, well, it wasn't that impressive in terms of technology. Um, music fans are like, well, I really don't even like Travis Scott that much anyway. But it's one of those things where um, everything came together. Uh, I'll put a link for this in the uh, after I finish up here. I'm going to wrap up soon. Don't want to hang out too long. Eh, about a half hour sounds good. Um, but yeah, that was a big, big major event, and it just got me really thinking about how how much we're moving things into this new online era. And um, if you don't know, quick recap: um, basically, Travis Scott held this event on in the game Fortnite. Fortnite's a multiplayer game where people log on, they run around shooting each other. And every so often they have these events. These events can be, um, you know, uh, usually it's a plug for something. Star Wars wanted to hype up The Last Skywalker. It was kind of eh. You know, Marshmello had a concert there. It was basically what you'd expect couple people standing around the virtual stage and the music was playing um, it was good don't get me wrong but it wasn't anything that was gonna blow your mind so that Fortnite has these events you get 30 50 or so people in this little area and an event happens and everybody talks about it and it's fun and goes you go about your business what happened with this event was the realization of a large-scale concert in a very small contained uh, area um, of the internet. 
and the people who were there and invested in it were treated to a, and if you saw it, you know what I mean, a literally larger than life kind of event where you saw the parallels of a concert where the artist is larger than life getting played out in this online event. Kids were going crazy. People were talking about it on Facebook. Um, They're calling their friends. Oh, my God, did you see it? Let's go to this showing because it had a couple shows for the weekend. It was like any other kind of uh, concert event where it happens a couple couple days at different show times and you go there. You you sign on like you're buying tickets. You uh, if you were early or a couple days even early and you logged on, you saw the posters in in game like actual music posters. But instead of being outside on the sidewalk, you'd see them in the game just posted up. You know these cryptic posters of something coming. All kinds of stuff was happening. Um, that kind of prepped people for this concert event. Concert happens and at the same time. Um, people were locked inside, basically. So they had, they didn't have to, but they had an opportunity to jump in this event and see something crazy, new, and exciting happening that had never really happened before like this. So a couple, it was only 10 minutes long. A couple, um, I'll have the link for this too. A couple songs were played, and then at some point they started playing a new song. And the Travis Scott fans lost their minds. They're like, oh my God, is this a new song? It's going crazy. And they're flipping out. Um, and it basically, as I said, did what a concert does. You've been at a concert and all of a sudden they start playing something you've never heard before. Or they bring somebody out onto the stage and you're like, oh my gosh, that's, that's Kid Cudi. They brought Kid Cudi out. That's that new song. They're, oh my gosh, that's what the promo was about when... The artist posted the cover of the... Oh, okay. And they start connecting all these dots. Happened in-game. Right when it was over, you were able to go buy merchandise from Travis Scott's website. And if you know Travis Scott, he's big on clothing and apparel. Um, His own Jordans were were featured in the game. Um, So people were going, you know, bat crazy over that. It was was crazy, out of control. One of the biggest game-changing events in terms of uh, online, social media, music, and entertainment that I've seen in a while. So, I'll post a link up for that, too. And, um, yeah, I think we'll be good. So, yeah, I kind of like this. Um, I think I'll jump on every so often, every once in a while, to talk to the Facebook family for a little bit. It is about a half hour, like I wanted to, 6.30 right now. So, I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up here. Um, oh. In case you're wondering, this is my taco tea. I gotta get some more. You need some quarantine shirts while you're webcamming. I've got you. Um, I'll link to all that. But uh, thanks for hanging out. What's up, Derek? And um, I'll be back soon. Got any questions or ideas for the next one? Let me know. Put them in the comments. Post, like, and I'll see you guys later. Thanks. Back to my suspicious liquid. That's good. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit mrbinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.